Welcome to the Vitality Shift Podcast for Chiropractors. I'm your host, Dr. Don McDonald, author of the best-selling book, The Underdog Curse. Weekly, we will be interviewing amazing chiropractors from around the world, finding out how they made their vitality shift. If you're a chiropractor that either wants to just move your practice away from treating pain and conditions, or if you just want to stay inspired, this podcast is for you. For more information on past shows, please visit www.drdonmcdonald.com and I hope you enjoy the show. Well, hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Vitality Shift Podcast for Chiropractors. This is Dr. Don McDonald, your host. And uh, today I get to uh, take another trip across the pond and go visit Ireland. And, uh, and our next guest, um, I've, we've had the pleasure of working with him quite a bit over the last couple of years. And, uh, and we just recently finished doing a 90-day, um, our mentoring program with him one-on-one. And he had some really cool breakthroughs. And, and, I, and I thought it would be really cool to share with some of our listeners. Because always when people are getting advice or looking for leadership, they always are looking for the things to do. Um, but, but a lot of times we already know all the things to do, but there's something inside that's kind of holding us back from doing the things that we know that we should do <laughs> because it's the, who we are. And, um, and, uh, John Osborne, Dr. John Osborne, who, uh, we've been working with, uh, for a while has had some really cool breakthroughs, uh, this year. And, uh, I thought I would bring him on and just kind of say, Hey, what are three internal obstacles that you, that you really helped to kind of get come o- to overcome? And uh, maybe this will help spark our listeners just to kind of say, hey, maybe there's something holding them back. So I don't necessarily need to learn more information or I don't necessarily need to get another strategy or I need, <laughs> uh, but maybe if if I can kind of dig deep inside and and uh, and help kind of unwind some of those internal patterns, it will might it might affect all areas of my of our life because it's like a lot of times we think we can segment our life, but but really every way we turn around, there we are. So um, I want to welcome. Welcome, John. Welcome to get back to the podcast. This is now you're on solo because you're on with your lovely wife probably about a year and a half ago on the podcast. And now, now we get you all by yourself. Yeah, thanks, John. Yeah, no, great to be back. And uh, um, yeah, no, looking forward to sharing uh, what I've learned, which is a lot. Um, and uh, I think even in just prepping for this, I think you've kind of hit it on the head. I kind of was looking for help, um, but didn't know what help I needed. But I kind of knew I didn't have a procedure problem or a systems problem or a people problem in terms of my staff. And uh, in order for the practice to shift or to move or to, to, to move forward, I knew I was the problem. But <laughs> or at least I knew I had to change. <laughs> but I didn't know where to start. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know kind of, so I kind of went into it, this 90-day program kind of blind and hoping that yourself and Brandy would... Uh, would be able to pick up on some things or shed some light on things or guide me. And um, yeah, it certainly worked out that way. Yeah. It's funny. Cause the worst thing is when you, when it's you, you're like, Oh man, can't it be a procedure? <laughs> yeah. It would be easier. Wouldn't it? <laughs> I guess you only know what you know, you know, you know, and uh, when you're, when you're in the middle of it and for so long too, and um, cause I'm in practice over 20 years now. So it's uh, yeah, I was beginning to think maybe this is as good as it gets, you know? And mm-hmm. uh and, um, well, listen, it's not because uh, there's always room for improvement. And, uh, um, yeah, the last 90 days or the 90 day program would really kind of move things along and shift things on, which is, which has been terrific. So let's, let's just give a little preframe because I don't know if people have a chance to listen back to your whole story, but just, um, maybe go back to when you, you know, started doing the shit, the vitality shift and just kind of, what were some of the key points that you learned from that? And then we'll go into those obstacles. Cause once you get like, it's kind of, those are a lot of the tools. 
uh, like learning how to communicate and learning how to measure uh, function, improving function. And maybe just kind of talk a little bit about that progression first, and then we'll go into those obstacles. God, it seems so long ago now, um, which is probably probably three or four years. Um, So I think the... I think in my head, I'm very mechanical anyway, Ina, and and we'll get to me about me being in my head a lot. <laughs> so, um, and I'm yeah. very analytical. So, kind of technique wise, and getting in, you know, really trying to figure things out when someone's on the table, is I'm I'm happy there, so to speak. So, um, so the vitality shift in terms of the testing, that kind of spoke to me. I've just you know just give me more data, give me more information, something to keep me in my head that uh, that just resonates with me, and um, <laughs> so. I can never have enough information, you know? So, uh, so I think, but applying that then to the person in front of you, rather than just being thinking of terms, cause I was very much in a, a pain based mindset and, and kind of a relief mindset. So kind of shift into that kind of that vit- vit- kind of that vit- vitality mindset or solutionogenic mindset was a challenge for me. And, um, so doing the test is one thing, but then actually integrating that in practice and then using that to gauge someone's care plan or, or, you know, guide them along that kind of along that road to recovery or that kind of, um, kind of vitality mindset and, and being, you know, proactive with their health, um, was certainly a challenge and which took time, you know, you know, we, I, I think anything I tend to do in the past, you do it for a bit at the start and then you kind of start slowly gravitating back to how you used to do things. Right. Like their adjustments, um, but um, so I think just I think with, with the vitality shift and then the vitality engine really just kept us in that mindset. And again, when I'm practicing with Marie, my wife, she was doing the program as well, so we could kind of banter back and forth and and uh, and talk about what we're doing and kind of keep each other on track. That's cool. Yeah, and so like I said, it's funny because sometimes. You know, like, and I, I noticed that too. Sometimes I, in the past, I've bought lots of programs and you got lots of information and then they just kind of, it feels like you kind of get bogged down in, in implementing it. So, so let's talk a little bit about, uh, one of the first obstacles that you, uh, I know you're going to do probably three here or, or ish or whatever you're, we're going to talk yeah, about. So. Yeah. Well, the first one was realizing I needed help <laughs> and being open to that. <laughs> that's a big, that's a big one. You can get out and it's not open to it, right? <laughs> I think mean, I Justin and Brian Dublin when you were a couple of years ago, and we got really well. And I thought, you know, why don't you kind of hit it off? That you you would see the whatever was blocking my my. So maybe you'd call me on it, and you certainly Brandy would. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so um, so. I think the first one was, I think the big thing for me, because we use Voxer and I could have had access to you every day and I could just message you. So when it came to doing a new patient and then doing, you know, doing all my testing and actually doing my examination, and then I could actually present that guy's case to you guys. So do you know where you kind of get locked onto certain things in a, in a case or something, you know, you just, you lock onto it and you can't see the, the wood for the trees. Right. So, by presenting those things to you and you guys having a, just a different set of eyes on a, on a, on a case and I, how quickly you guys picked up like the posture changes that I wasn't picking up on. And honestly, I think I'd got to the point where I was getting bogged down on not getting the result I thought I should when I was actually, once I had all the information in front of me and I, and, and you guys kind of were telling me this is what's going on here or this is how that you, you guys see it realizing I was, 
my expectations of what I could do were just totally unrealistic. So what I was thinking I'd get in three months were probably three years, you know? And then always being disappointed or always kind of berating myself that like, yeah, God, I'm crap, you know, or I'm I'm not good at this. And so I don't know if you remember, I think that first that first month we sat down and we we kind of went through old cases and then there, you know, like two or three reevaluations later. And when you got these results are great, John. They're, you know, and I just I couldn't see it. You know, so um in that so that that was a real eye opener for me in terms of the vitality tests, in terms of kind of integrate them all, because I might isolate them in terms of like look at posture is one thing, the SMG is one thing, maybe, you know, just not really putting the whole picture together because I was so I was doing it a certain way for so long that you know, I was just stuck that way. So that really kind of opened my eyes and thought, okay, I'm doing this right. I'm just looking at it differently, or I need to look at things in a, a, a little bit different way. Well, and I think that's a great point because um, for one, and that's the one thing about the vitality shift is that most chiropractors don't have enough measurements to measure improvement. And it's funny because they're always trying to get away from treating just pain. But mm-hmm. if, if you're only doing that with orthopedic testing and your case history, that's the only thing you're measuring, right? So um, either you're disappointed because they don't feel better or they feel better and then they just leave because you've never measured anything else. So you're kind of hoop both ways. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess people were staying with us and they were, they, cause I was getting into that, like and you know, I wasn't, I wasn't kind of seeing that people were actually staying under, under care. I was just thinking I should be doing better. It was, it was never good enough in my own head. But now that I've kind of, yeah, a few months at this and, uh, and really looking at things, it's, um, it just takes so much pressure off when you're not expecting, you know, ridiculous expectations. <laughs> so, Brandy, yeah. Brandy always has a line in her office and she goes, uh, for one, you're not 19. And for two, I'm not God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I, I, think, I think that's so important though because i think i remember the time when we were uh we were talking to you and you were like john doesn't think he's getting good results like he, he, like yeah. you're thinking you needed to change your technique you needed to like right. do something totally different yeah 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 and, or i need to and, something else yeah yeah. And in reality, you were getting, you were getting good results. You just, you weren't kind of able to pick up on the little subtleties because I always say to people, like if we have a journey of a hundred miles, we want to have uh, mile markers maybe every mile or two so that we know we're kind of going in that direction. But yeah. if we, if you kind of get into, into the journey and your only mile marker to measure is a hundred miles and you're in 10 miles and you're feeling discouraged, there's a long time till you get a next, next mile marker. So like, and, and if you're thinking you should have got there faster, you know, it's frustrating. So that's why I always say we, we become the celebrators of the micro milestones. And I think that's what as chiropractors, we do it all the time is we are celebrating the micro milestones that, that the people aren't noticing. And that's the reason they're under chiropractic care is because their, their, their body awareness is so low um, yeah. that, under chiropractic care, we, we help to increase that awareness, but we also got to get the mind aware of the small improvements too. So I'm always celebrating, hey, remember this didn't move this good or feel the tone here or look at this change. Uh, and then they're like, oh yeah, I forgot about that, right? But if we're not, if we're not, I'm not only bringing it to the attention of the practice members, but then also bringing it to our, our reevaluations 
it's it, it does get frustrating. Yeah, I think I got to the point where there some of the re-evaluations with some people I was kind of nearly dreading or kind of very anxious about or feeling a bit nervous about doing it because I felt like, oh, yeah, this isn't going as way, the way I, I, I thought it would. Or, so now it's, I have to say that the re-evaluations, it's, it's, it's a, just a casual conversation and it's, it's, um, it, we're on the journey together. This is how well you're doing. This is, this is where we're at. This is what I'm expecting to happen next. And, and it's, um, it's so much pressure off. That's awesome. Yeah, I know. I think that's great. What's your, what was your second obstacle that you had? Second one was, well, it's kind of second and third. So it's, it's a, was that self-awareness in my own state. Um, so I always thought like I was an open book, wore my, wore my heart, my sleeve and was connected. Um, and yeah, that's not the case. <laughs> that, that, that certainly wasn't the case. And I think I was kind of an open book as long as I chose what what pages were open. <laughs> yeah, totally. But when when we started working through things, I don't know if you remember when I started getting being more aware of my own physiology, and I was kind of getting verging uh, on panic attacks or palpitations, or my sleep went off the rails a little bit, and I was going, "What is going on?" I was actually starting to think, "Am I really sick, or is there something going on here?" And um, it was all that we did that work around, and um, we called it Big John, Little John. That uh, past experience had years you up to fight state, and that blew the doors open for me. I think you know, that was really really turning point, um, which was quite emotional looking back on things in your life and and thinking that. God, you act like a child sometimes, not, you know, in terms of your behavior, but your physiology, you just go back to that stress state. Um, and that's shown up in practice. And I would never, ever have thought that would show up in practice. Um, so I would micromanage everything, try and control everything when the book was very stacked or the diary was very stacked. And I, you know, I knew at an hour where I can't fall behind, I would kind of panic, talk a lot more, or I would check a lot more and totally set myself behind um, right. and then that that would then just kind of double down then the next time it happened and then the next time to, to the point nearly where I didn't really want to be busy um, or I didn't want to stack a, a, an hour or two or um, so being conscious of and even before the shift what's my state like going in today because I would even get kind of a bit wound up before the shift and I've got a busy shift this afternoon and um, nearly not look forward to it so um, and being able to calm myself then, that, that, that obstacle of you know, overcoming that was actually going, relax, calm down, take a few deep breaths or you know, do, do whatever you need to, to get set for the afternoon, be prepped, um, and then just go in and enjoy it. And, 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 but be conscious that, yeah, the more I kind of nearly got out of my head and was there with the, person, uh, the patient in front of me or the person in front of me, the more time sped up. Great. So that was that was that was huge. That was a real turning point in terms of that's when we really kind of started seeing the practice really pick up. But also, I start more enjoying enjoying things a lot more as well. Well, and I think too that's that's one of the frustrations that chiropractors have often is they it's funny they say they want to see more people and serve more people, but their internal um, their internal state actually sabotages it, like you said, because they almost panic, and then and then when you panic, you slow down, and when you slow down you get behind and when you get behind you you're definitely not in an attractive energy zone no no because <laughs> i would I'd, be, I'd look at the diary and see who's coming in and then you always got those those patients that are going to be a little bit slower than others or you yep. know they need to be 
their explanation and I'd be thinking, okay, I hope they don't show up. And then I can stay on track. And you know, really micromanage this way. And again, sure, the phone might ring and they might cancel and then you'd be going, happy days. Yeah, you're excited that they, did, that they didn't show up. <laughs> that's not the mindset you should have. Um, no, that's not how you're going to see more people and that's not how you're going to be more efficient. So um, yeah, yeah, that was it. But you, I, if you'd told me I had, in advance that I was self-sabotaging that I would, I would have, you know, no, I wouldn't have believed you. Um, so, um, it's just very interesting to, to, to be able to then see things that are, that you're doing that you've no idea you're doing or no idea you're acting a certain way. So John, how, how did you do like, so to get that realization, because like I said, at the beginning, I remember too, cause we said like, you're like, how could this mindset affect my practice or how could this affect my practice? Um, how did, like, what was your awakening to that? Did you, did you have to just kind of go with the flow first and then just see the results or how, how did you kind of go from, I don't believe you that my state would affect my practice or sabotage me to understanding that was it the well, results? I don't think I, I don't think it, it, we verbally said it that way, but it just, it's kind of nearly how it played out. But I was, I was starting to feel it in my body. You know, I was starting to feel the tightness on the chest or my breathing quicken or my heart kind of nearly miss a beat, that type of, and I'm thinking what's going on, you know, cause I was very disconnected from myself. I didn't, I had, I had no idea. Um, and, uh, when that started showing up after kind of realizing how my body reacts to stress or how right. it reacts to, 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 to that, and then nearly making the connection that, okay, I'm feeling something. So there's something going on here. And then, Going to be a moment to, to to figure out what's happening here. What's 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 the trigger here, and then I guess just accepting that that this is this is how you're reacting. This is you know this is just your fight flight mechanism, your stress response, and um, just calming myself down and saying, well, it, you know, if you don't address it, you can't move forward. So, um, but I would say I'm. I would love to say it was all an all or nothing thing. It was just a, a little kind of. A little bit of a flutter here or a little bit of a an anxious moment here and then you distract it's very easy to distract yourself and, and just move on and get on with things so i think just being very very much in the present and uh, being aware going into into the shift but also how i was in the shift um, and uh, and uh, once i was starting aware of that just making little changes and then the results happening then realizing at the end of the shift that God, it wasn't that busy this afternoon and then realizing it was the busiest day you've had in like six months, you know? So it's <laughs> that's, that's all the proof I need. So, so um, I was full in then, you know? And, and just to give like the listeners a heads up, like I, I seem to remember when you first started doing that, it was a little bit disconcerting um, when you started paying attention to your physiology. Maybe yeah. you could walk some listeners through that because sometimes like it, you feel almost, I think sometimes you feel like a little bit worse before you feel better when you oh, increase sure. that awareness. Yeah. Yeah. There's a vulnerability to it. I felt, yeah. Uh, it's an uneasy, it's a very uneasy feeling. Um, not, it's not pleasant. Um, no. <laughs> and I, it's not, it's certainly not pleasant. I've kind of come to embrace it now and, and, uh, it doesn't freak me out, but it did freak me out at the start. Um, cause I, I, like I would, I'd be a great sleeper and I, uh, you know, you know, the, the house could be burgled and Marie would be up downstairs and I'd be still fast asleep. Um, right. so, so, but I was waking up during the night and with feeling anxious or feeling stressed or, you know, feeling my heart racing and things like that. And probably cause we were doing some of the deep work and maybe it was on my mind and, you know, things like yeah. that. Um, 
it, it yeah, that kind of that was very uncomfortable and very unsettling, I would say. Um, but having said that, I kind of quickly kind of got to the point. Okay, we're we're obviously we're obviously scratching the right scratch. You know, this we're, 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 this, this is working. This is having an effect. So um, let's just work through it. But it was it was difficult. Honestly, I, mean, I wasn't. Um, uh, it was a challenge, but just you, you just, you just you know, I was in for ninety days, so was, I figured. <laughs> I think we're about six or seven weeks into the program at this stage, so. Um, and I knew there was no hiding. So. <laughs> yeah, yes, you might as well do it. Right, that's how mentors work. They kind of help you through it. So, And I, I, I would very much um, normally keep my feelings to myself. I would really reach out for help. But the fact that I could, I had Voxer, and I, I, I just got into the habit of checking in with you guys every, every single morning. As soon as I got up, I checked in and, and let you know how I was feeling or, or how the afternoon, by the time I finished my, my morning shift, you guys were only waking up then. So um, that really helped having that... Um, that because if I didn't message you, I knew damn well you guys you you guys would message me, you know, to check in. So the, like, where the hell are you? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was it was. Um, I I always felt it was best to get in there first. So we just got got into a routine. I must admit, yeah. I miss it. I knew, you know now we're past that. I do I do. Uh, it was like you guys in practice with me, which was which was which is you know because when you work on your own, it it is nice to have uh, some banter and and actually just some. Um, some dialogue about what's going on in the moment. And I think that was a great thing that um, if I showed up, I could mess you guys straight away. And I knew you guys back to me within the hour or two, depending on the time of the day. Um, so rather than getting stuck and being stuck for weeks on end, probably it was literally being addressed straight away, which, which is, you know, it's, it's superb. That's cool. Well, I think, and this is the biggest thing for the listeners. Um, is that when you start to do this awareness work, um, it's going to feel uncomfortable, but that's okay. And this is kind of like when a, when a practice member starts chiropractic care, right? Sometimes they're going to feel extra things they haven't felt before as they get more movement in their spine and they, and they get more proprioception to their brain. And if we can pre-frame it, because I think we pre-framed it for you a little bit that like if it's, un- mm-hmm. if it's uncomfortable, um, you're going to be okay. Um, and I think that's, uh, that's something to be aware of. Cause I think if somebody was going to do that inner work and they didn't know that they'd probably, they might stop because they're like, this sucks. Like I, I don't, I feel anxious or I feel this is uncomfortable. I'm going to stop. So it's good to have that pre-framed knowing going into it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I've done a lot of that inner work before. Um, and, but this was specifically tailored around the practice and it really kind of helped, helped move things through, you know, and I didn't think. It would be a I, not that I knew it was going to be a mindset in a, how I presented or how I showed up at practice was going to make the difference, but I didn't realize kind of that I was spending a lot of time in practice in that stress state, in that fight flight state, um, and in my head. More importantly, I was just very much in my head that I would be disconnected from the person on the table, right? And you're not going to build relationships that way. Yeah, and, and I think too, you're just—I think I just not as effective as adjusting either when you're in that stress state. So it's just yeah, once you get into that growth connective state, um, I think we're just more effective. And yeah. I think that's why when you're in that state, you can when you're when you're seeing someone, you can be a lot quicker about it because you're more efficient. And if you're not, you're like second guessing and analyzing everything. So that's why I think it even takes longer to see um, practice members. I've noticed that too. If I'm if I feel off it takes me longer to do the same amount because yeah, uh, you're sure. not in that flow, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I'm, again, with my 
because I was mainly activator, activator methods kind of technique. So it was like, there's like a hundred and one tests you could do on somebody. So, and when I was right. in, that, in that state, it was like, check, check, check. Dude just, you know, couldn't make a decision of, of yep. you know, what, so just keep checking. And then, you know, realizing I better hurry up here. I better do something. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also like, again, as time went on, I started doing a bit more manual adjusting as well, um, around the hierarchy. Um, so that those um those that you know would have been around the 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 um would be a um a two or a three or something like that I'd start bringing in some manual adjusting which I hadn't done before um and now feeling yeah I'm definitely feeling the 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 spine a bit more and really getting a a, a kind of a a more alive feedback on on really what's going on rather than my checks just telling me what to do mm-hmm. yeah and then that's yeah because we always say that's the difference between um, like following just a recipe, um, we're not yeah. making muffins, and uh, and it'd be like uh, we have a we have a TV show called Master Chef, and uh, I don't know if you guys have it, but the, the yeah, chefs yeah. just basically get a box of ingredients and they have to just create something. Yeah, so that's kind of how we are with because uh, everybody's different. Everybody has a different set of ingredients. Everybody has different stressors. Everybody has different history. Everybody has different current environment, and so it's like we're we're kind of creating a masterpieces with each pe- each person and yeah. and those the recipes are great to learn right that's so like what we did in chiropractic school is you're 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 learning the protocol to go through um but but also i like to have like kind of part protocol part um your innate um and uh your instinct and your feeling um yeah to kind of match those together yeah, I think with, pre, with past coaches, and I've done a lot of coaching over the years, is I remember one of them said to me, you need to master your, your technique. And it was like, that was the one technique, and they put me onto it. And, uh, and you know, those beliefs, you don't cha- you know, you just latch onto them, you don't change them. And I just felt like, no, I just, if I stick with the one technique, they, they'll expect, expect the same thing every time. And you have these beliefs in your system, in your head that, you know, you can't change things. And, uh, but the person on the table doesn't care as long as they're getting results and they're, and things are moving forward. They don't care what you do or how much time, how little time you spend with them. Right. And I always think back of who created the technique and, mm-hmm. and how did, how did they create it? And what they did is they learned all the different techniques and then they integrated it into their own soul yeah. and then they yeah. created their technique. And so all the masters created their own technique. And I think, as a chiropractor, the, the goal to be a master is, is creating your own technique, but okay. standing on the shoulder of giants, learning those protocols, but then just integrating it through yourself. Yeah, totally agree. Totally and agree. I think that's, that's huge. So what's your third obstacle that you, I think the, 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 the last one was actually the easiest, um, which was literally attaching meaning to my goals. Um, so, um, you know, which, I had done before, but then, the, you know, it hadn't really meant anything to me because I was unhappy with what I was doing or was unhappy with everything that came before that. So when, when I figured out the va- what my values were then and then kind of attached meanings or, around those, um, I realized because myself and Marie practice, we practice, we practice the same practice together. We don't practice together. We're not, we're not there at the same time. Right. Um, her values are completely different from mine and her goals are completely different from mine. And when we just, <laughs> we used to try and do everything for the practice and have the same things for everything. So when we, we divided up as well, um, uh, and I mean, um, we're, we're, yeah, you're motivating yourself. You're not, I'm not motivated by Marie's values. And I'm not motivated by her. Um, 
even though I try and get her to do my <laughs> my goals a little bit. So <laughs> yeah, it's always easier if people help us do our own goals. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'd be much easier if if I marry someone that had the same goals as I had. <laughs> so, uh, but attaching the meanings to those goals and then working through things, and obviously when you're getting results and then your goals are being met, it's it it's just fuel to the fire, and um, it's uh, it's just every it's just everything was in alignment then, you know, and. Uh, it's um that I think that brought a lot of the joy back into why I'm doing what I'm doing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but also when I felt that yes, I was doing it the right way. Yes, the results were coming. Yes, you know. Once I tweaked those few, those few things around that 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 um uh, the vitality testing and my expectations and that I felt comfortable what I was doing was the right thing and have and just that built that self confidence and that um that awareness that the goals was just the last piece of the puzzle. And I, I think I'd, I'd, I'm quite analytical. So the terms of the stats and stuff, I used to monitor like religiously and, and spend hours going over them and looking back and things like that. And, and I probably the last year, I just actually, I, even though I was recording things, I, I wasn't really looking at them. You know, I was really, I tried to kind of distance myself from them because they really weren't changing much. They'd hit that plateau when things hadn't changed. So, um, now I, I I I look at the stats at the end of the week. I don't really want to see what they're like at kind of you know midweek. I don't, and I might look at the end at the end of the month and, and see how things are going just to to know that I'm kind of on track. But um, yeah. set realistic goals as well. But also just attaching the meaning to those for you know for me was um, was was kind of huge. All right, John. Well, that was great. Just for everybody, you can uh, review those three things again that you just those three obstacles that you got to, that you came that you overcame. So yeah, so the first obstacle obviously was identifying that or, or, or realizing yes, I had to change in order for the practice to move forward or the practice to change, um, which is how I end up kind of getting in contact with you guys or, or, or starting the program. But the integrating the the vitality test was the big one in terms of well they were integrated, but in terms of how I was looking at the tests and how that applied uh, to the care plan in in terms of how I how I'd kind of formulate that that care plan and it. it the actual, really what, what showed up was that I, I was expecting things to change much quicker than, than, than they would. And then feeling like, I guess, that I, was, I wasn't doing a good job or that I wasn't a good chiropractor even. Right. Um, so having, the, having you guys look at my, case, my cases with me um, and just having a fresh pair of eyes on them and giving me your perspective on them just really kind of focused me in terms of, okay, when I was looking at those vitality tests all together, yes, it, w- it was much easier than to formulate the, the plan, realize what what healing archetype people are, things like that, um, and then being able to make that make the the recommendations accordingly that were kind of, that were going to set me up to 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 um, succeed, and it also even set up to that people actually started care because yeah. they actually believed what I'm saying, you know. Totally. Um, Second thing that was the, the or the big thing really, which was the breakthrough for me, is is that that self-awareness of my own state and realizing when I was stressed or when I was kind of out of balance and not in, um, and being in my head for me, it was, it was very much, I would just gravitate. I'd be in my head and, uh, not be the, not be my best self kind of when, when I was, when I was practicing. Um, and I, I, looking back on that, I think it was that, that micromanaging everything and trying to control everything, which is just exhausting. Right. Um, so, so, 
and also limiting because I was I was sabotaging then as well, and um, because I didn't want to be busy, and um, but not realizing that that's what I was doing. <laughs> so that once that was that was, um, and that's you know, it's not that it's fixed; it still happens. And but I catch myself now, um, right. and um, the um, that Joe Dispenza book actually we didn't mention that actually. Uh, just quick, a quick side note was um, yeah. that break habit of being yourself, and that awareness of, of that gap of like when your when your physiology is reacting that way and then rather than immediately reacting a certain way that gap that space where you can actually recognize you know i can i can choose to react this way or i can make a you know or i can choose a different option that was um so if, if anyone hasn't read that book read that book that's superb um but uh yeah that just being self-aware um yeah. and uh and then and, and using that then to realize okay i'm out of state here and i need to bring myself back more into that kind of parasympathetic uh, uh state really really helped and sped up practice sped up sped up adjusting sped up kind of you know everything and efficiency um, <laughs> yeah absolutely which is huge yeah yeah so um and then that la- the, the last one then was then attaching meaning to my goals um so they're aligned with my values um, which was kind of the more the icing on the cake. It wasn't a huge obstacle, but it never really worked for me before, and I didn't understand why. Purely because I didn't really know my values that well, um, and also I was borrowing other people's values and doing things what I thought they should be, rather than really what really mattered to me. I was just going to say um, one of the cool things that we've had the opportunity to do is work with both of you and Marie over the last like several years and mm-hmm. uh and and this is very similar to when i was first in practice with my sister you it, it, when when you have two people that are running a practice you can kind of like be no one can be accountable like you can you can actually set stuff up but no one actually gets anything done because everything is all mixed smashed together and uh and yeah. so it's funny because it's like over the over the last year or so we've helped uh, Marie get her own identity and then, and then you get your own identity and then you both have your own goals and you both have your own values and you both have your own different meanings. And so we spent the first amount of time working with you, almost separating the practice. And then at at the, and then at the end, now that you were strong on your own, bringing it back together again. Exactly. Well, you know what? That's pretty cool. What I was going to bring up, at, you know, and I decided not for some, I don't know why I decided not to, but it was that myself and Maria are on the same page, even though we, we have separate practices and we do, we do things slightly different. We're completely on the same page. Yeah. So it's, um, and even the conversations we have at home and, you know, inter- interesting this morning, um, that we were getting the kids to go to school this morning and, uh, um, our eldest is uh, just turned 14, so he's a little bit absent-minded and not the most organized. And um, he pushes my buttons a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, his, ba- his bag wasn't ready. And, uh, f- and he, he put, it was end of term today, end of school. He's on his summer holidays from today. And um, he had to re- clear out his locker and put all his books in his bag. And he hadn't got the space. So I said, OK, take those books out and, and make sure you clear the bag out so that you've got an empty bag going into school. And he just threw the books down on the ground and it was a mess. And the books they left there two weeks ago were still there. And I could just see my, my, my buttons being pressed. And in the background, Marie just, she, she, she was behind him and she just mouthed it to me, breathe. 
<laughs> well, she could totally see my physiology was starting to change. So I, did, I didn't lose it. And I, <laughs> so you just caught yourself, eh? You just could feel I, well, it coming. You know, I caught myself as she was catching me. So it was just really interesting. The two of us are so much in sync. And, uh, That's awesome. So well. But I'm now getting to know myself so well now that we're the two of us at the same time. I kind of had to say to her, okay, I've got it. You know, I'm, I'm on it. You know, which, you know, is going to make life happier for everybody. <laughs> totally. I, it's okay. I'm not going to. It's like, uh, it'd be like uh, Bruce banner and the incredible hulk right you, you you just caught it before you got too mad where you kind of busted out the green skin and blow out of your clothes and get all mad right <laughs> that's awesome well um so just in, in closing you know there might be somebody out there listening that might feel like they're similar to similar to you what kind of words of advice would you have as far as uh, you know people kind of looking inward to seeing if they can maybe uh, kind of identify what their obstacles are and then hopefully help get them overcome um i uh, the longer i was in practice and the longer things weren't changing because the things have been on a plateau for a long time and getting to the point i think for me was was if you if you if you're getting to the point where you think this is as good as it gets or this it's just me maybe i'm not going to be that guy that sees that number or you know can have this bigger practice or whatever it might be for, for whatever your goals are right and um, maybe to the point that you think you're nearly you're are you broken or are you maybe this is this is just as good as it gets it, it's it's not you just need help you just need someone to the right person the right people to, to help guide you and and uh and as I said, I've done so much coaching in the past with pretty much everybody. And, you know, um, it just, you just, you never know when that breakthrough is going to be, but just you need help and you need someone to help you with it. Because, you, you know, I kept on thinking, you know, if I haven't figured it out by now, maybe I'm not going to figure it out. Maybe it, it kind of got to that point. I, I think I'd said that in my head, but not actually said it out loud because I didn't want to admit it because I didn't want to give up. I think if, if there's anything I've got, it's persistence. Um but it's 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 um you know if you're if the you know you guys really resonate with me and if you know if the vitality stuff resonates with someone and they feel they're on the right track but they're still stuck you just need to dig in a bit deeper or maybe ask a, a different question or actually reach out and look for help and certainly this 90-day program really kind of blew our practice wide open and you know what i thought the ceiling was is nowhere near the ceiling you know, it's um, things have just you know, we've been breaking records left, right, and center. So, and consistently. Um, so it's 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 the handbrake kind of came off. But if you need, if you want to do the work, and you do have to dig deep, that's that's there's 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 no doubt about that. Um, and I think the, I, I think for those people that are in practice a long time, and just because I don't think you're we're ever satisfied or you ever get to a point that you're just, you know. You're done. Completely. There's always something next. There's always something next. And it's, it's just that, that there's, you know, the barriers that we put up are, are the ones that are holding us back. And uh, it's just, uh, just keep looking for, you know, who's that person that's going to help you or what's that thing that's going to change your mindset. It's all, it's definitely all in our head, you know? Um, but if you keep, again, if you keep doing what you, what you're currently doing, you're keep going to get, going to get what you always got. Right. And John, I, I think you'd said this, but we see this so much and we hear this all the time is that, chiropractors beat themselves up because they go, especially if they've been in practice for a while, they go like, I can't believe I've been in practice this long and I haven't got it figured out. And then they kind mm -hmm. of beat themselves up. Did you have those feelings a little bit? No. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I, I'd be very hard on myself anyway. Um, 
I think that's just a, it's kind of nearly how I've always been. Um, so I, 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 that self-talk, you know, the self-talk, I'm definitely kinder to myself now. I think that self-talk can be really kind of debilitating or really, you know, I wouldn't talk to anybody the way I talk to myself in my head sometimes. Um, totally. and just, just being aware of that and being kinder to myself. Um, and uh, yeah, it does take some, yeah, it just takes some of the pressure off. But I, I think, you know, I think, you know, I think we all, <laughs> I think uh, we all kind of are hard on ourselves purely because I, you know, I knew deep down I can do better. I, and I, and that's what I was striving for, finding out what that better was. Cause I knew that, yeah, I was, I was settling for the way things were and that didn't sit with me well at all. Right. Um, but, um, but when you're not getting, when you're, when you don't know the question to ask, that's going to give you the correct answer. It's, it's, you're, you're stuck, you know, and that's where kind of me- in terms of mentors or your programs or you guys really, really kind of helped me look, shine a light um, uh, on, on things that I didn't even know existed. All right, man. All right, my man. Well, thank you so much for sharing. And, and again, that's uh, we, we appreciate you kind of, you know, becoming that that's part of the vulnerability talking about some of the challenges you overcame. And, uh, and we're, we're super happy to see that you guys are, are thriving now. So thanks so much yeah. for coming it's on the podcast. A, well, it's a pleasure, Lon. And thank you for all your help. Honestly, yourself and Brandy have just been amazing. Oh, and I also have to thank you because you sent us some whiskey and, uh, and so, so I'm, on, I'm on this new um, low insulin diet. So I'll have it on my cheat day. So tomorrow will be our uh, our celebration day. So I'll, I'll be able to try my Irish whiskey for the first time tomorrow. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> Enjoy it. Thank you so much. And and everyone else there uh, out there, um, I hope you got a lot out of this um, because I think when we start working um, with people and they get the most results. Again, I think Tony Robbins talks about this all the time. It's really only about 20% is the mechanics and 80% of it is mindset and or overcoming these obstacles. So I hope that you got some good stuff out of this, this uh, podcast and that helps you get to the next level so you can continue to make that shift. Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you've received value from this episode, please share this with a fellow chiropractor and take some time to rate and review us on iTunes or wherever your favorite place is to listen to podcasts. If you're interested in learning more about our programs and events, please visit www.thevitalityshift.com or connect with me on Facebook. I would love to hear from you. So until next time, Dr. Don out.